Hello, everybody, and welcome into episode number 148 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading Romans chapter 10 today, and our focus is very simply on how can faith grow? So we're a daily show where we read one chapter of the Bible a day, sometimes in the New Testament, five days a week, and then two days a week in the Old Testament. Welcome to all of our new listeners in Bangkok, Thailand, Rajasthan, India, Hartford, Connecticut, Salinas, California, Atlanta, Georgia, and Petersburg, Virginia. Thank you so much for listening. Our goal is to get you involved in daily Bible hearing and obeying, and that's our big focus for today. But first, let's begin with a comment from our friend Og on our recent Daniel episodes. Og says, something that has always puzzled me here is part of their re-education. Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah are all given new names compounded with the names of Babylonian idols. The latter three are known by these names. We even tell the story in Sunday School of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the Fiery Furnace, not Hananiah, Azariah, and Mishael in the Fiery Furnace, but Daniel is always referred to as Daniel, his Hebrew name, and never as Belteshazzar, his Babylonian name. Now, Og, that's a good observation, and I've noticed it too. I'm pretty sure I know why we, who grew up in church with children's church and all that kind of good stuff, why we actually refer to Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah by their Babylonian names. And that's because in most of the Bible, especially Daniel 3, the fiery furnace chapter, they're called by their Babylonian names in the Bible. So there's more in the Bible about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego than there is about Hananiah, Azariah, and Mishael. And the big question to me and the big mystery, which I think you're pointing us to, is why does the Bible consistently refer to Daniel by his Hebrew name and the others by their Babylonian names? Well, it's quite a mystery. My only guess, and I'm not even going to say it's a best guess because it's just a total guess, is that perhaps after the exile or for whatever reason, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah preferred to go by Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and for his life, Daniel preferred to go by Daniel and not Belteshazzar. Again, that that may be a terrible guess. It's the only one I've got, though. It's quite the mystery. Well, today our focus is back on the New Testament in Romans 10, and we are talking about faith, specifically how can faith grow? How can my faith grow, your faith grow? Romans 10 is going to give us one of the most profound truths in the Bible. It's very deep theologically, but this is a practical truth that's helpful for us and immediately applicable. And here it is, Romans ten seventeen says, Faith comes from what is heard, and what is heard comes through the message about Christ. So there it is. Faith comes by hearing what is heard, specifically hearing the message about Christ. In other words, I believe what's being pointed to here is that faith comes from the Word of God, maybe specifically the good news about Jesus in the Word of God. Consider carefully Mark chapter 4. In that chapter, Jesus teaches multiple parables about God's word and faith kind of intertwined with each other. In what is probably his most important parable, the parable of the sower, Jesus explains how a person receives the word. Mark 4, 14 through 24, 
He says, the sower sows the word. Some are like the word sown on the path. When they hear, immediately Satan comes and takes away the word sown in them. Others are like seed sown on rocky ground. When they hear the word, immediately they receive it with joy, but they have no root. They are short-lived. When distress or persecution comes because of the word, they immediately fall away. Others are like seed among thorns. These are the ones who hear the word, but the worries of this age, the deceitfulness of wealth, and the desires for other things enter in and choke the word, and it becomes fruitful. And those like seed sown on good soil hear the word, welcome it, and produce fruit thirty, sixty, and a hundred times what was sown. He also said to them, Is a lamp brought in to be put under a basket or under a bed? Isn't it to be put on a lampstand? For there's nothing hidden that will not be revealed and nothing concealed that will not be brought to light. If anyone has ears to hear, let him listen. And he said to them, Pay attention to what you hear. By the measure you use, it will be measured back to you and more will be added to you. So notice how Jesus concludes his discussion of the parable of the sower. He says, pay attention to what you hear, referring to the hearing of God's word. And he challenges his listeners with the measure you use, it'll be measured back to you and more will be added. In other words, if you come to God's word with a tiny and wee little thimble-sized container you're likely to walk away with a tiny and wee-sized little faith. Not a good thing. Come with a large bucket full. In other words, if you give yourself to the listening and learning and following of God's word with time and diligence and consistency, like that being coming to God with a big bucket full, then you will come away reaping great faith and reward from that approach. Whatever measure you use in coming to God's word, you'll get back. Just like, for instance, if somebody was offering free gold out of a truck, and if you come to that gold truck with a small one-ounce measuring cup, you might get one ounce of gold. And you know what? That's a pretty good amount of money. But those who come with great big buckets and trash cans might have an issue moving it because gold is heavy, but they're going to get a lot more gold. So this is important because we aren't just talking about reading the word to learn facts. Paul tells us in our passage that faith comes through the hearing of God's word. The word builds faith. So when we come to the word with a giant bucket of attention and listening and and, and absorbing it, then we're going to reap from that or gain from that a great amount of faith. That's one of the reasons why the writer of Hebrews says in Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1, For this reason, we must pay attention all the more to what we have heard, so that we will not drift away. We've got to pay careful attention to God's word, friends, listening to it and following it and reading it. Those who don't will doubtless find their faith lagging, says the writer of Hebrews, and their position drifting from God. Very serious. Uh, Paul in Galatians 3 gives us another illustration of how faith comes through God's word. He says, so then, does God give you the Spirit and work miracles among you by your doing the works of the law, or is it by believing what you heard? Just like Abraham, who believed God and it was credited to him for righteousness, you know then that those who have faith, these are Abraham's sons. In other words, what Paul is saying is, when you hear the word and believe it, there's that interplay there between the hearing of the word and faith again, 
when you hear the word and believe it, God is, his spirit is moving among you and miracles are happening. So there's this deep connection in the Bible with faith and hearing the word. Remember then, listening to and absorbing God's word is critical. The deeper it goes, the more you listen, meditate, absorb it, the greater the work of the kingdom in your life. The shallower the word goes, the less amount of the word you get, the less the work of the kingdom is going on in your life. With the measure you use, it'll be that which you receive. Again, when you come to the word, if you can bring a small cup and hear only a little bit, or you can bring a giant 55-gallon drum and get tons of it, tons of it, there is a direct correlation to the amount of fruitfulness in your life and how much you are getting and hearing of the word of God. Colossians 3, 8, 16 is a great encouragement for us here where Paul writes, let the word of Christ dwell richly among you in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another through psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. In other words, we're not only supposed to be hearing the word of God for ourselves, we're supposed to be saying it and singing it to each other when we do that, we'll all be rich in God's word. Well, let's go read our passage. This is Romans chapter 10, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. Brothers and sisters, my heart's desire and prayer to God concerning Israel is for their salvation. I can testify about them that they have zeal for God, but not according to knowledge, since they are ignorant of the righteousness of God and attempted to establish their own righteousness. They have not submitted to God's righteousness, for Christ is the end of the law for righteousness, to everyone who believes, since Moses writes about the righteousness that is from the law. The one who does these things will live by them. But the righteousness that comes from faith speaks like this. Do not say in your heart who will go up to heaven, that is to bring Christ down, or who will go down into the abyss, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. On the contrary, what does it say? The message is near you in your mouth and in your heart. This is the message of faith that we proclaim. If you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. One believes with the heart, resulting in righteousness, and one confesses with the mouth, resulting in salvation. For the scripture says, everyone who believes on him will not be put to shame, since there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, because the same Lord of all richly blesses all who call on him, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved." How then can they call on him they have not believed in? And how can they believe without hearing about him? And how can they hear without a preacher? And how can they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news, but not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our message? So faith comes from what is heard, and what is heard comes through the message about Christ. But I ask, did they not hear? Yes, they did. Their voice has gone out to the whole earth and their words to the end of the world. But I ask, did Israel did not understand? First, Moses said, I will make you jealous of those who are not a nation. I will make you angry by a nation that lacks understanding. And Isaiah says boldly, I was found by those who were not looking for me. I revealed myself to those who were not asking for me. But to Israel, he says, all day long I have held out my hands to a disobedient and defiant people. Now, amen. Tomorrow we will read more about God's mercy towards Israel. Today, let's close with the Great Commission, our Bible memory verse for the month of May, Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Jesus came near and said to them, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. 
Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. Praise God for that. Good day to you, friends, and Godspeed.